The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show, the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions. And now, the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio. Here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome. Welcome to the second half of this hour of the Patricia Raskin Show. I'm really happy to interview a wonderful woman who's helping heal the planet through herself and through her guides and angels. My guest is Deborah, Deborah Jacobs. And Deborah has been a professional intuitive reader for over 30 years. And she channels Archangel Michael. And she's been with him since the age of six. And she's going to tell us all about how this came to her, what she does, why she does it, how is she helping people, how is Archangel Michael helping people. And if you're listening live today and you want to call, we'll give you the number during the break. Welcome, Deborah. Thank you. What right. a wonderful introduction. Thank you. Well, so what I want to know is, at six years old, you connected with this amazing archangel. Well, how did that happen? Was it a dream? Did he wake you up? <laughs> what happened? Uh, no, I was actually sick with uh, the measles or chicken box or something. Um, and uh, my brothers and I were all sick at the same time, and I had gotten very sick. And uh, I don't remember which it was I had, but he appeared at the end of my bed, and at that time, my grandfather was a doctor, and I thought it was my grandfather because I couldn't really see all that while I was so sick. And he said, don't worry, you're going to be fine. And suddenly he did what I now call pop your wings. He, his, suddenly his, there were these huge white wings, and the entire room went white. And then the next morning I woke up, and my grandfather was there, and I said, well, you're right. I feel better. And I was like six, you know, and he said he didn't know what I was talking about, that he hadn't been there the night before. Mm. I was like, mm. okay, that's interesting. <laughs> you know, And, and you sick, were then all so better. The next morning you were better. I was much better. The, the, my whole body had already started healing and the fever had broken and I was much better. And when I talked to my grandfather years later, I had brought it up and he said, you know, I said, do you think I'm crazy? And he said, absolutely not. He had been a doctor long enough that he had seen all kinds of amazing spiritual kinds of events. So he wasn't shocked. But after that, he, you know, Michael just talked to me all the time. And what would he say? Tell me some of the things he might say. Just a couple things that you remember. Well, like when I was really little, I was, I remember I was about eight years old and I was following my brothers who were climbing up on the roof and he told me not to do that 
that I would fall and get hurt. And so I stopped. And as soon as I stopped, one of my brothers fell off the roof and got hurt. Oh, wow. So he was, he just always, he was kind of like guiding me to keep me safe. Uh, so, so Deborah, Deborah, if if you're in a relationship or you, it could be a personal relationship, a new one, or a business relationship, or a client, or you're traveling, does he give you warnings? I mean, does he say, "Mm, I'd stay away from this, or be careful there, or don't take this plane, or don't be with this person, or... Wow. Absolutely. I have learned to incorporate my spiritual life into my everyday business life. Mm. And Mike, Michael's really funny because he helps me vet authors that I want to sign and represent. Mm. And, you know, it, it could be somebody who's really famous and he'll pop up and say, no, you don't want to do that. This person's got an ego the size of the planet. You mm. don't want to get in the middle of mm. that. And wow. I won't sign them. Now, speaking of that, one of the very famous people you've worked with who has done so much work in this area is Shirley McLean. Talk about I your actually, I don't work with her directly. I am the, the psychic on her website. I'm the only psychic on her website. Mm. But, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't actually work with her as a reader or anything. But you've met her. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, I used to own a magazine called Mystic Pop Magazine years ago, and I interviewed her for the magazine. That's mm. how I met her to begin with. Oh. So that was like Deborah, 18 let, years ago. <laughs> let's, um, let's fast forward here, because you know people might be listening and saying, oh, well, this is really wonderful, but you know, how am I going to be helped? How, do we all have our own guides? And if we do, how do we pay attention and listen? What advice does Archangel Michael want our listeners to have? about being happier, being healthier, paying it forward, being more joy-filled in a troubled world well, that we live in, I might add. <laughs> well, we we all absolutely have spirits and guides and, you know, angel teams and divine guidance. Um, there, Michael believes that there is not a human being on the planet that isn't gifted. We are all gifted. We just have to, like learning to play an instrument, you have to practice. You have to figure out what that gift is and practice it. And, you know, it's like with Michael. Michael talks to a lot of people. I'm not special in that way. I mean, there are thousands of readers that uh, get information from Michael or Gabriel or any of the others. Uh, I've just practiced it for 38 years. You know, um, so, and you have to trust. You really have to trust and believe and watch for the signs. If one of the things that we do with clients a lot, and this is why I consider myself an intuitive counselor more than a psychic, is we want people to develop their own gifts. Mm-hmm. So they can learn when they're going down a path and they hit a wall, that that wall is there to make them stop, not so they try and pound their head against it or trying to climb over it, to simply understand, oh, that's not what I'm supposed to be doing. It can be something as easy as planning a vacation and nothing's working right. Well, obviously, that's not where you're supposed to go or that's not the time you're supposed to go. You've hit the wall. So stop So so right so, or left. So are you saying, Deborah, that if, it, if it's flowing easily, then it's right? 
Absolutely. When things are, you know, when you're in that zone, a lot of times you'll hear people say, yeah, man, I'm in that zone. When you're in the zone and things are just falling together, then you know this is what you're supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. You know, if there if there are little bumps, that's one thing. But if you're hitting huge boulders, right, then you, it's time to yeah. reevaluate. Okay, yeah. well, is this really something I'm supposed to be doing? Mm. Maybe it's not. Maybe there's a, mm. a gentler, better direction for you to go. Mm. And, and I, you know, it's interesting because I'm fairly intuitive and, and I'm writing a book now and I have this, you know, it's just so strong for me that this is what I have to do, no matter what. I mean, you could look at every sign, you could, whatever it is, I just keep coming back to this and it seems to be the right thing, but it's a very strong, intuitive hit that I can, nobody told me to do this, nobody advised me, no business person said, here's what you, it's just something that I knew, and I know why, and I know what I'm going to get from it, and how I'm going to help people, but it's a very strong, intuitive piece that I can't even explain. Right. It's just very strong. So when you have something like that come up, what I always advise people is, if you know that, let's say, you know, you're supposed to be writing a book. Then mm-hmm. what you want to do is look at how and what that's supposed to look like. And then right. as you're experiencing, you start to peel away the layers a little bit and you find out the why, the how, and it mm-hmm. starts appearing. You don't just, yes. you know, it, it, it manifests. If, uh, you know, yeah. I'm in the process of moving back to Arizona. You know, I'm allowing that the right house is going to show up because mm-hmm. I know I'm supposed to be there. Mm-hmm. I don't have to. Michael says the biggest thing that humans always do is they want to know how and when. And as soon mm-hmm. as you say, I want to know how or I want to know when this is going to happen, the universe feels like you're trying to take over control of something that's really angelic God source energy. Mm. And everything tends to unravel. If you don't ask that and you're just open for the for it to come to you, the how and the when is always answered. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter as much. You know, you get wrapped up in that. Well, how am I going to do this? Somebody who, you know, finds themselves a single parent and they want to go to school and they and they they get trapped in the how how am I going to do this? How could I afford mm. it? Instead of just I want to go to school. Yeah universe, show me what I need to do to make that happen. Mm -hmm. Or if it's not right, universe, show me why it isn't. Right? Yeah. Exactly. It's really not as complicated as as we try to make it. Well, but it's hard because we all want to know when. You know, when is this going to happen? When will that, when will I meet the person? When will I get the client? When will the book come out? We want to know. Michael's laughing. Right now, because he says he says that's human made, not God made. Yes, that's human sense, not God sense. And we've been programmed that that's important. That we always know how and when. You know how you're going to get whatever that you know when you grow up and get that degree and then get married and have kids and the white picket fence. It's like we've got to plan everything. That's programming. It's mm-hmm. actually nonsense. 
We shouldn't yes. be planners and control freaks. Yeah. Although that's a that's a hard one for most humans. That's why you and Michael are here to exactly. guide us. Exactly. <laughs> Michael says that's why it's a hard lesson. Yeah. All right. And he also is telling me that humans didn't weren't always like this. Oh, interesting. All right. Well, let's talk about that after the break, as well as something called dragon energy that you've been studying for the last 18 years. You're listening to the okay. Patricia Raskin Show, and I'm Patricia Raskin. I have a wonderful guest. Her name is Deborah Jacobs, and she is an intuitive, professional intuitive reader for over 30 years, and she channels Archangel Michael. And uh, we're going to have her here for the, the rest of the session, so we're going to take a quick break and come back. We'll give out a number if you want to call it, and uh, we're so happy to have Deborah. I'm Patricia Raskin. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you or someone you know interested in attending college? With both college tuition and college enrollment up 60% since 2002, there is a lot of competition, and careful planning needs to be a part of the process. Tune in to Getting In, a College Coach Conversation, hosted by Elizabeth Heaton and featuring a team of college coach experts. We'll bring you the tips, techniques, and know-how to navigate the road to college and do so the smart way. Listen live every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Tune in each week for Monica Phillips and powerful conversations. This is a thought-provoking show for business people, leaders, and entrepreneurs. We'll feature today's thought leaders and industry trendsetters from across several locations and industries. Give yourself permission to be inspired and live a fulfilling life. Be sure to listen to Powerful Conversations live every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. are listening to the Patricia Raskin Show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Now, back to the Patricia Raskin Show. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. My guest is intuitive life coach, Deborah Jacobs. And she channels Archangel Michael. She's been a professional intuitive reader for over 30 years. And she's helping us, you know, really understand how can we make our dreams happen? How can we enjoy our life and be more fulfilled? So welcome back, Deborah. Tell us about dragon energy. Go ahead. Tell us about dragon energy. Ah, dragons. Well... Uh, the short version is dragons did exist on this planet. They were made by God to do things and protect the planet. And then when humans and religion came along and decided they were evil beings because dragons were burning down fields that 
the humans didn't know were infested with bugs and disease and they were actually trying to take care of the planet, humans started killing them. So God, goddess energy pulled dragons off the planet into etheric beings. And so dragons are still around today. They're just etheric like angels are. And they still are here doing the jobs that needed to be done in cleaning the oceans and aligning the energies on the planet. And the really cool thing about studying dragon energy and using dragon energy, and for me, I use it in dream work, Mm -hmm. is that dragons see what... Michael describes to me as 72 pleats a time at one time. So if if like, I don't know if you ever read Richard Bach's books, but he talks about, you know, landing a plane and life is like picking a landing strip. Yeah, I read his book Illusions. Yes, I read his book Illusions. And I know him. when, when, When I'm doing sessions with people and they change their mindset Uh, about, let's say, going to school or getting married or not, it changes which landing strip or which pleat of time their future now lays in. And the outcomes completely change in an instant. So Mm -hmm. that's one of the reasons I no longer use tarot cards or anything for readings because I know how fast those outcomes can change with just the slightest bit of, of your change and shift. Uh, so when I use dragon energy, I use it in dream work, um, and I go in and I can ask dragons, you know, different questions, whatever it is, whether it's about somebody who I'm going to be reading the next day or about politics or whatever, uh, about my own body, and the answers that I've seen over the last 18 years are always absolutely accurate. And sometimes if there's an outcome coming that I see that is not going to be particularly good for me, then I may very well go, okay, wait a minute, Dragon, show me other ideas of outcomes if I make changes. Show me what else I can do. And then I just shift into that landing strip. So, so let me let me just go back. Let me. Um, here's what I'm hearing. What I'm hearing is that if you let's say you've been all right. Example. Let's say um, you've been in a bad relationship, or you're very right. overweight. Those are two things. You're stuck with the weight because of the food. You're stuck in the relationship because you're addicted to the person. But one day you get up and you say, you know what? That's it for me. That's it. I don't want to be overweight anymore, and that's it. I don't want to be in this relationship anymore. I want something else. And what you're saying is that once you make that decision and it really sticks, things can change instantly. Is that correct? Oh, they absolutely will change instantly. If you really Uh, make a good example, let me give you a good example of how I approached that. I used to have Crohn's disease, which is a which can be a fatal disease. And I got very sick, and the doctor said, you have five days to live. Wow. And the one of my clients was a naturopath who had called me the morning I'd come home from the emergency room, and they gave me the great news. And he said, if you do this, this, and this, you will be cured of Crohn's disease within a year. And my mind flipped, and I went, okay, I am... Um, doing this, this, and this, and now I am completely Crohn's free, by the way. I also went from a size 18 to a size 6 in that 
process of a year. So nothing is set. And that's what Michael wants to share mostly with people is nothing is ever set unless you set it. So if you're in a bad relationship and you go, but I have no money, I have two kids and I don't know where I'd go and I have no family, those are excuses you are making to not shift. Because the truth is, there's always the options. There's always other outcomes. And the other thing that I... I want to say just one thing. The thing that I think is very hopeful about that is that you don't have to blame or shame yourself for the past. You don't have to say, well, because I attracted this narcissistic person, I guess I'm going to do it again. No, that doesn't mean you're going to do it again. You know, or no, because I gained 40 true. pounds, I'm, I'm going to do it again. Right. It's choice. It's every single day Excellent. choice. That's very helpful. You know, you choose joy. You choose happiness. Somebody who all they ever want in life is a soulmate. If they choose to love themselves, first, then the soulmate will come along almost instantaneously because they understand what love is if they can love themselves. Hmm. Hmm. Dara, what would your advice be to people who really struggle with self-love? I mean, it's hard for a lot of us. You know, a lot of us who did not have, you know, families with a lot of nurturing and a lot of positive talk, it's hard. What, what would you say to those oh, this folks? Is, this is one of my favorite ones, and Michael's like jumping up and down for joy right now. Oh, good. Tell him quit, thank you. Bu- quit, quit believing other people's stories about you. Write mm-hmm. your own new version. Mm, love it. Love it. Yeah. That's yeah. it in a nutshell. We, If you think about it, it's always based on, how our mother was, how our father was, how our first husband was, how our boyfriend was, whatever the thing is, that's somebody else's story of you. Is that who you are? Of course not. Mm-hmm. And the so other thing is, if, even if you've made a bad choice or you've been with someone, you can say, okay, well, I learned a lesson from that. Not that I'm a bad person. Exactly. And, okay, you know, now I'm going to move on. And yes, it's hard to break away, but I'm seeing the light and... Yeah, very interesting. Well, it's actually, it's not that hard to break away. Michael has this little thing that I will, I will share with you that every one of your listeners can use. Okay, you go ahead. Your right hand, you put your right hand up like you're going to say stop, okay, out in front of you. Now, and turn it backwards you? and put it, no, away from you, like you're saying stop. Okay. Now, turn it around and put it over your shoulder so now it's facing back. Okay, the palm of your hand's facing behind you. Mm -hmm. And all you say is, that is in the past and it can no longer harm me. Period. And it's gone. You don't process things. You don't analyze things. You simply identify where it is. It's in the past. It can no longer harm me. I have worked with rape victims, women of domestic violence. I mean, major stuff. And simply doing that act of command, of putting the energy where it needs to be, that is in my past, and it no longer has to affect or harm me. Mm -hmm. Then it allows you to make whatever choice you want to going forward. Mm. If you make the same bad mistake, it's because you're not putting it where that experience should be, where it's, as Michael likes to say, it's over. Okay, but now let me ask you this. Let's say you have a friend. Mm -hmm. 
or you have a situation where there's a toxic part of it, but what you're putting behind you is a toxic piece, and maybe you can create a new relationship that isn't toxic and that's healthy with that person. Now, now you're trying to say, though, that you have some control over that person changing. Can they change? Yes, possibly. Can you have a different relationship? Yes, possibly. But, but you have control to. of it? Right. Absolutely not. Right. So you just so have to say you, it's it's gone in that toxic, way. Yeah, if you put the toxic part of your memory of that relationship in the past, you right. just don't have anything else to do with that relationship until it becomes what you want and need and desire in your life. You don't bring it back in and hope it changes and keep putting right. the toxic behind you over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. That doesn't work. Sometimes you have to let go of people and then allow them to cycle back into your life if and when they're ready. My ex-husband and I were best friends after our divorce because we both understood that we did not need to be married anymore, that we got what we needed to get from that and the lessons were learned and it was a horribly toxic relationship. But we could be friends afterwards and release it and go on to be with mm. the people we were supposed to be with. Mm. Very, very inspirational. And particularly you say it was toxic, but it's changed. Yeah, but I'm not married to him and wouldn't have right. a romantic relationship with him again. Right. No, I understand. <laughs> I un- no, I understand yeah. that. But it, it's still, and this can be for any relationship. It doesn't have to be a lover relationship or a, it can be a friend. It can be a relative. It could be parents children. It could be anything that you have. And and, I mean, it can be an ex-employer. One of the things I did when I got out of the hospital with Crohn's disease is I quit my job. And I went in and thanked my horrible boss for, for triggering something that would save my life by quitting that horrible job. All right, you know what, Deborah? I didn't realize I got so wrapped up in talking to you and it was so exciting that I wasn't watching the time as well. So we're going to have to close, but I'll have you on again. Tell people how they can find you. It's Readings by Devra, D-E-V-R-A, readingsbydevra.com or shirleymcclain.com. All right, and you do this by the phone as well. Yes. Correct. All right, Deborah, stay on the line for a minute. Thanks so much for being on the program. And folks, Thank take you. this advice, take this advice, right hand, stop, over shoulder, it's in the past, turn your hand around so that it can no longer harm you. How wonderful. Thank you. All right, folks, so that wraps up the Patricia Raskin Show for today. Remember, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, and know you can make your dreams come true. Until next time, I'm Patricia Raskin. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of the Patricia Raskin Show. Be sure to join Patricia Raskin and another amazing guest next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an outstanding week.